Hello and welcome to Life Coaching Comedians. Here, there's no client confidentiality because it's funny. I'm your life coach, Alexis Chardet. And today, we have a new comedian joining us, Troy Wilson. He's been described as funnier on stage than in real life and a darker shade of black and is known as Albuquerque's most offensive comedian. Troy's been hitting open mics shortly after rescuing a pug in August of 2014. And he continues to get as much stage time as possible. He's also created a unique comedy contest called the Ultimate Comedy Fight Club. (laughs) Sit tight while I get Troy on the line right away. Well, hello, Troy. Hello. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. I am so glad I got your call today. I, I'm, I'm glad I, I, I broke through as well. So tell me, what brings you today? What is bothering you? I've, it's a situation that, that occurred here. Uh, I, I'll start. I'll, I'll just tell you the whole story. So... Uh, there's a journalist who was interested in doing a story about a local comedian. Uh, she's 83 years old, uh, and she's doing like a one-woman show for a few weeks. So uh, she did it. She sent out a group uh, text message, whatever, asking for people's input, you know, so she could put it in the story. Uh, completely unprovoked, some guy. Uh, said something to the effect of, well, I know I wouldn't ask Troy, the guy who threatens to rape from the stage. And then he left the, left the message thread. And, uh, you know, uh, I approached him in person about it. You know, on the thread, I said, you know, if you have a problem with somebody, you should probably take it up with them personally. But in regards to what this text was about, blah, 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 I said my piece. So then the, then the piece came out, and the author said that, uh, you know, the, said that I do a grandmother rape joke. And it's like, I, I don't. And it's, it's completely terrible because that's like an unrealistic expectation I feel she's putting on me. Like, I, like I, I have to come up with one now. I, and well, I, tell and me I told the joke. I, tell me the joke. I want to hear it. Uh, this, this is, this is the joke. Um, so uh, my grandmother uh, says, uh, "Troy, the whiskers. What's with the look?" I said, "Well, Grandma, you know, I'm, I'm just trying to find myself." And uh, without skipping a beat, this 90-year-old woman said, "Have you tried a mirror?" Or any other reflective surface, because you look fucking terrible. <laughs> and like the worst part about that story is my grandmother's legally blind, you know. And, and <laughs> she's like, got well, a grandma- sense of humor. Runs in the family. <laughs> yeah, and her braille is on point, right? Uh, but I'm like, Grandma, I'm a comedian, and she says, "Well, tell me a joke." I said, "Okay." Uh, 
Have you ever noticed how a blowjob feels different from a woman with bad breath? Yeah, me neither. My grandma said, Ooh, Troy, I don't like that joke. I said, Ooh, Grandma, I don't like your bad breath. Now put your dentures back in. That is terrible. It, it's completely awful, yes. But there's absolutely no rape involved in that joke. No, because she was a consenting adult. So, uh, I mean, I'm assuming that she was a consenting adult. Yeah, so there. That's I mean, more I, of an incest joke. It's not a rape joke. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like, I, I don't. But I don't you know. look more like an incestual person than the rapey person. Let's just make that clear. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Wait. Okay. All right. So it works I, for you, is what I'm saying, as your yeah. comedic style. Yeah. Uh, but another thing, who would who would get raped with a blowjob? Like that doesn't like wouldn't the uh, that only happens in down? prison, I believe. Yeah, like I would think the the blower would bite down, and like then it's it's you know, I don't know. But okay, anyway. so we've we've established it's not a rape joke; it's just an incestual joke, and so yeah. so. But they said that you made a rapey joke, and continue your story. Well, I, I just, I feel like, um, I, I can't control what people are going to say, you know, but, uh, to, to misrepresent me in, in that way, I, from a journalist, number one, I feel is, is just completely, you know, unprofessional and, and, uh, well, that's what journalists do. They bash people. Let me ask you something, Troy. Why does it yeah. bother you so much when you... When you uh, promote yourself as the most offensive comic, why does it bother you when people are saying you're offensive? Isn't that what you want? Well, I I guess uh, I, it does. Like, I'm just I I want to get her to write a retraction. Is all yeah. And and this other guy who's saying that I threaten to rape people, like that's that's that could be hurtful to you know like. Obviously, no one wants that. Oh, you know? yeah, I agree and, that. And just to 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 say that, you know, I. I uh, Did I'm you threaten to... to rape somebody? No. It was no. there another joke that maybe was misinterpreted? Um, I, yes, there there was. I, it was probably within the first two months or month of me doing stand up, uh, and there was you know it was open mic and there was a table of people chatting talking through the whole time i was having a decent set for for that early on and uh i said something about the woman over there doesn't know that there's an open mic going on that proper etiquette is to not talk when yeah, if I, I can hear you and i'm amplified you know uh you know and no one should ever hit a woman but she's making a pretty convincing case against that right you know and i continued on and uh, and then uh, I ended with, uh, you know, uh, all right, something to the effect of, all right, and uh, have a good night. Just be careful on your way to the car, woman in the flower dress. All right, I'm Troy. Take care. So, I mean, it was, mm. it, it was, you know, admittedly terrible, you know, because uh, it wasn't like 
It's not, it wouldn't have been terrible if you didn't talk about hitting women before. I mean, you know, the thing about comedy, yeah. Troy, the, the thing about being a, a comic is we say things that are offensive, but we also have to be aware of the current things that are going on in the society that people are sensitive to. It's like right now we have all this cultural sensitivity going on with Gucci and Burberry and you know I'm kind of a conspiracy theorist I think these corporations are doing these racial things because race is what's being talked about right now and I mean like when was the last time you even heard about Burberry I mean they're probably just doing it for a publicity stunt you know um and I mean and you can do that as a comic too you can say these I sometimes I think comedians do that as well so you know, I understand you're upset and you don't want to be known as this, you know, rapey person or, you know, a woman beater. That's not who you are. You're just making jokes. Um, but no, um, pl- no publicity is bad publicity. And bad publicity is good publicity. And good publicity is great publicity. So run with it. You should react to it yourself. You should, you know... We could use this video, you know, you could use this podcast as a way to kind of um, revamp yourself and see, you know, what a cool guy you are. You're just a little incestual. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Right? Keep it in the family. Mm-hmm. As long as yeah. as long as long grandma's happy, then we're all happy, you know? Yeah. And grandma will be happy as long as she never hears about this joke. Um, and, uh, well, of course... Of just keep not. grandma off the internet. I think you'll be yeah. okay. And of course, I, like I, I don't, I don't promote. I'm not into incest, you know. But it's just, it's, it's funny because it's shocking. It's funny because it's so ridiculous, you mm-hmm. know. It, mm-hmm. It's, and and, you know, that's that's my style, you know. And, mm-hmm. No, uh, own it, own it. Yeah, you know, own your I, style. I just, it's just I, I I approached the guy you know in person and asked him you know what what was he trying to accomplish by you know saying he's saying that I, you know not to ask me you know based we haven't had an interaction the two of us in a year or more so it's like I just want to know like what what were you trying to do you mm-hmm, know mm-hmm. and he didn't really have a good answer and. Well, you know, you can't trust a journalist, Troy. Um, I mean, have you ever watched Gossip Girl? Uh, XOXO. Yeah. Gossip Girl was the journalist. I mean, come on. You cannot trust a journalist. Not good people. uh, That's, I mean, and if if that's my biggest problem, you know, uh, my life's pretty fucking good. Okay. So, I mean, do you feel a little bit better now that we talked about it? Yeah, I mean, I, uh, you know, just getting it off my chest. And obviously, you know, there's there's three sides to every story, you know, uh, my side, their side and the truth. You know, so you, you heard my side. Uh, yeah, I'm sure if you talk to them, you'd get a, a completely different version of, of things. Well, maybe but... I'll start another podcast called Life Coaching Journalist and I'll invite him. On. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, she would not have that. Uh, she's, but whatever. So uh, yeah, journalists yeah. don't take construction constructive criticism very well. No, and and this one, uh, this one especially, she she's dipped her she's dipped her toes in the the open mic scene. So oh, uh, so she's yeah. uh, is she a comic herself? 
she's she's a writer so but she you know well, obviously uh, she's a writer yeah but so when you know when you see the level of open micness you know like she's a writer so she feels like oh i could do that and uh, mm. yeah and she tries bless her heart you're so, so sweet Trey. you're such a kind human yes don't don't spread that rumor though uh, well, so this will be broadcasted, so can't can't make oh. any promises there. So, right. um, so your strategy moving forward with this, what are what are you gonna do? Uh, I, I really, I really thought about writing a grandmother rape joke, but but my mother was adamantly against that, so it puts me in a, in a quandary you know i don't think that you should write a grandmother rape joke um i think you could make a joke out of it but in a more creative way yeah i think that that's uh, you know i that would probably be the best Mm -hmm. route um but yeah yeah and obviously i would get a chance to tell the joke um, I mean, you could even make it something really simple where it's, you know, like you can make it a story about you helping your grandmother because she is really old and she freaked out and had a dream that she was raped or something like that, you know? So it's something that you could tell is easily misconstrued where it has nothing to do with you raping your grandmother. Yeah. Okay. Um, I've never said raping grandmother so many times in my life. <laughs> wow. <laughs> So, okay, I want you to, that's going to be one of my assignments for you, is to come up with a strategy on how you're going to um, overcome that. Um, and how you're going, you know, you got to fight back as a bigger person, so. Yes, can I, can I, can I get my. Absolutely, uh, absolutely. Sorry, I, I was, I should have had it prepared. Before sitting down, okay. Is that a hand on your bookshelf? Uh, it is. It's, well, it's an arm. It's a forearm. Uh, Chuck Palahniuk came oh, and... Oh, I love uh, him. Uh, I as well. You can see there's several of his books here. But he came and did a, <laughs> I love a how reading. he used the fingers of the hand to point at the books. That's <laughs> uh, what it's for. Yes. Um, yeah, he did a, a, a book reading, I don't know, four years ago mm-hmm. at UNM and it was right before Halloween. So he threw out a bunch of them and, and candies. That's so I was awesome. lucky enough to get one of those. So. He is All from right, my man. home state. So I'm a big, big fan. Yeah. Uh, my assignment number one is, uh, um, I work. want you to use this negative feedback, this negative publicity, so to speak as a creative way to add to your comedy. So however you decide to respond to it, I want it to be in a creative, comedic way. Okay. Okay? Use it to your advantage. But do not make a grandma rape joke. Okay. Listen to your mother. I'm not your mother, but... Yeah. I'm your mother from another mother. Yeah. If that makes Uh, sense. Okay. All right. 
Yes. Okay, so you said besides that your life is awesome. Um, is there anything else that you want to talk about today? Uh, I mean, I, uh, relationships, I guess, is always uh, an issue. Always an issue. Well, I think with everyone, you know, like, but me especially, um, yeah, uh, it's been, it's been a minute since old Troy has had a, a girlfriend. Okay. So I'm going to stop you right there. Yeah. Words, my friend, are very powerful. So if you say that your love life is always an issue, guess what? It's always going to be an issue. Yeah. Okay? So let's start with changing your, your verbiage a little bit. But continue. Tell me why you think that your love life is always an issue. Oh, I, because uh, we're, like, you know, when you're older, it's tougher to meet people, I guess. You know, when you're younger, you're in school or, you know, maybe... Uh, working or you're in you know sports or whatever so there's a lot of places to, to meet people when you're older you know you you, you get uh, there's just not that that many opportunities I know? think that's just complete bullshit there uh, are I... so many activities for old people like I cannot wait until I get old um, I mean, there's the recreational centers, you know, there's all kinds of class. Because, you know, old people, when they get retired, they don't have much to do. They have lots of free time. Yes. I mean, I went to Marshall's the other day in the middle of the day, and there was, like, like seven cougars there, like, old cougars. And I'm just thinking, you know. I mean, do you ever go to Target? I mean... Uh. The men-to-woman ratio there is, like, 1 to 10. And they're yeah, already looking for shit that they don't need. So that's the perfect yeah. opportunity for you. Hey, that's a great line. You're already... Don't steal my jokes. <sighs> so I think you just need to be a little bit more creative and have a different perspective. Um, how old are you, Trey? Uh, on the internet, uh, I'm 34, but IRL, I'm 44. That's not even that old. Um, what do you like to do in your spare time? Uh, I, I do comedy. Um, I also go to the uh, gym. I'll, I'll do yoga at the gym. So how uh, are you not, uh, meeting, you know, yoga bunnies? I mean... There's so many women that do yoga. So every day, I mean, yeah, think about how big your class is. I, uh, I go to the gym to, to, you know, to do my thing in yoga. Like I'm, I'm not there to. I'm not women. saying hit on women during the class. Do your thing, right? right? We go to the we go to the gym in the morning to feel our best or our, our minds optimize at its fullest potential. So right when you're done with that class, you're probably feeling pretty amazing. You're probably feeling pretty confident, and so are those hotties in your yogi class. So why not? You know, and then they stick around and chat with each other, so you can find yeah. something to chat about. You can find well, an icebreaker. I just 
plug my comedy, you know, shows coming up, I guess. Yeah. You could, yeah. Hey, are you into comedy? Do you like to laugh? Yes, and... And, you know, as comedians, usually our shows and going to shows is part of our social life, even though it's part of our career life. Yeah. Um. So take advantage of when you're going to those shows, too. I mean, sometimes we get so worked up and we're so focused tunnel vision on making sure we have a good set. But sometimes it's better to, you know, chit chat with people in the audience and get your mind off of it to ease the tension, you know. And so use those opportunities. Oh, hello, little Peggy. That's Mieszka. Hi, Mieszka. This is the only woman in my life. So. Is she part lizard? No. Look at that that tongue. tongue, though. The tongue Does just it always, always stick out. out like that? Yes. Is it dry on the tip? No. Mm, she's so dopey, so cute. All right. Say bye. Bye-bye. So, you think you can do that, Troy? Put yourself yeah. out there a little bit more. Because you, you have the opportunities there, you're just not using them. So, uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to give myself a, a, a approach one person each gym visit. Yes. And you can totally, totally use your comedy as a crutch. Okay. I love how how dedicated you are to this. Of course, this, you know I'm trying to always trying to be better. You know, and uh, comedy is weird because you can't really can't really judge yourself against others because it, you're not going to be them. You have to judge yourself on yourself. Just you know? like in real life, same yeah. thing. Mm -hmm. So. I want to take kind of a, a shift here because um, sure. we've, you know, talked about some things that you've been struggling with. I want to end on a positive note and um, and leave you with something to feel good about. So tell me something that might have might have happened recently that you're really proud about or maybe a situation that you felt that you handled well or an accomplishment. Uh, well, I will say that Albuquerque has a comedy club opening up the 1st of April, mm -hmm. uh, which we haven't had a dedicated comedy club in this city for 15 years. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, that's the 1st of April it's opening, and I'm already booked to feature for uh, the Smash Brothers on wow. the 24th, the weekend of the 24th. So. That's exciting. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So. So, well, that is that going to be like the main comedy club now in Albuquerque? Uh, well, yeah. And I mean, right right now it's mostly just breweries. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, we have so many breweries, you know, and, and to get people in there, you know, they got to do something. There's geeks who drink every night of the week somewhere, I'm sure, you know, bands. And there's a lot of comedy. So. Um, I, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that it, it, it survives, um, because at the end of the day, that comedy club is just another bar, mm -hmm. you know? mm -hmm. um, although they, they'll have comedy there, um, but Albuquerque is a weird place, you know, people, New Mexico is just weird in general. Yeah. Like people kind of 
you know, like we have the isotopes and mm -hmm. I was there on opening day and there was, you know, maybe a quarter of the stadium was full. It's like, we can't even support, you know, triple A baseball. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'm, are you from New Mexico originally? Hell no, I'm from Chicago. <laughs> I love how you're like, hell no. Yeah. Um, so what brought you to New Mexico? I always wonder, um, what takes people there? Uh, my parents uh, were sick of the weather mm -hmm. and uh, relatives, mm -hmm. so they wanted to dip out of Chicago. Um, they did some research, you know, California too expensive, you know, the, the Carolinas had the hurricane issues, and then they, they saw, you know, Albuquerque. They, we were here in February, um, and I was walking around in a flannel shirt, you know, mm -hmm. and it's like, holy cow. And they loved it. Uh, they bought property. And then uh, we moved. When I was in the middle of high school, um, I, I went back to Illinois for a year of college. And I was like, what am I doing? Why would I subject myself to this weather? It's ridiculous. And then I came back here and finished college and just stayed here. Uh, it's a beautiful place. Uh, the cost of living is pretty cheap. Um, yeah. So you're happy. Uh, yeah, I think you know I've I've you just had. Need to I've get had you a lady friend besides your yeah. dog. Yeah, yeah, I've had my issues, but I, I you know, I've, I've I think I, I've worked I've worked through them. Uh, I'm a better person. I'm a I'm a great catch for whatever woman ends up with me. Uh, that's for damn sure. Uh, do you I'm, ride Harleys? Uh, I I only I only ride one because that's all you can do pretty much physically as a person. But well, I yeah, mean, I, do you have more than one bike, or are you just nah? Like... I I only have the one. Mm -hmm. uh, and then my my other car is a '62 Chrysler Imperial. Well, not to bring up grandmas again, but uh, my grandma loves a man on a Harley. Yeah. She may be a little old for you, though. Yeah, it's whatever. It's still flattering, you know. I I'll take the compliment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love Harleys too. They're fun, but the crotch rockets are a little bit more my style. Yeah, yeah. That's I. I just I grew up. I grew up around Harleys, and you know, my my dad always said that you know, there's there's two kinds of bikes. There's Harleys and there's Hardleys. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, and I'm pretty. I'm pretty brand loyal, uh, and Harley owners are like, in terms of of you know, a demographic of people, they are very brand loyal. Oh, I won't buy. I won't buy Harley Davidson shit because HD means you know that just stands for hundred dollars. Mm -hmm. And whatever it costs, you add on a hundred dollars, and that's what you're paying for it. Mm -hmm. you know, so. mm -hmm. I, I don't support them monetarily. This was a gift. You know, everything I have that's Harley is was a gift, so. Yes. But, yeah, I love it. Hey, Troy, so before we go, I just wanted to make note of your performance you mentioned. So you said you're going to be performing at uh, the Albuquerque Comedy Club the, the end of this month, you said? So uh, the final Friday of every month, I run a comedy competition. Mm -hmm. uh, there's four comedians. They battle it out, uh, end up with one winner for the night, uh, and it's a whole big thing. They come back 
battle the other winners. That's the final Friday of every month. And then the first Friday of every month, I linked up with Heron Entertainment. He's out of uh, New York, and he sets up shows all across the country at breweries and wineries and now distilleries. So when they come through Albuquerque, uh, I'm the one who hosts them, uh, sets up the venue, uh, house the comedians when they're here, uh, and I also get to do time, so it's a, it's a good deal. Um, so the first Friday of every month and the final Friday of every month are set shows. Uh, we were doing a Thursday open mic every week, uh, but the place we were doing it at closed, so we have to see about moving to a new location. And then once the comedy club opens in April, uh, we, Six Sun Production, is in charge of booking Sundays. So we'll be booking the Sundays, uh, you know, getting people, getting people out here, uh, and that's a good time. So, uh, oh, and then uh, the uh, the weekend of the 24th of April, I will be featuring for the Smash Brothers at the Comedy Club. 24th of April. That is so I, exciting. I think I think it's the 24th, 25th, and 26th. It's Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Ooh, a three-day extravaganza. Yes, that's how that's how the that's how the club's gonna go. Do you think you can um, figure out your creative joke to by that time, and you could showcase it at that show? Um, I I might. Okay. You know? Okay. I want to yeah. make sure you record your performance and send it to uh, me. I, I I I because I'm such a liability. I record all of my performances. That is so. smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's of course there's one that I had a. a a write-up on that got me banned from a place I didn't have it recorded. You need uh, to just start wearing a GoPro like these cops do everywhere you go. Well, I, that's that's what insurance. This, that's what uh, these uh, this thing's perfect for. Mm-hmm. You know, I can put snap it on my tie there or whatever. Comedians really have to protect themselves nowadays. I'm just saying. Oh, definitely. You know, that's the world is very sensitive right now. Yes. Well, Troy, it has been an honor to have you on my show today. And um, I think you are on a very good path. And I just think that, you know, really take those challenges I gave you and don't let those negative uh, reviews, you know, bring you down. Find a way to bounce back for them in a positive way and use it creatively, you know? Yeah. And I think um, I'm really excited to uh, see your performance in April. Awesome. All right. Yeah. So um, why don't we get together then? Um, I'll give you, um, I mean, if you want to, of course, you know, meet beforehand and let me know how the, the love um, section of your life is going, definitely. But I definitely want to hear about your performance with the Smash Brothers and your creative bounce back from those awful journalists. Okay. Okay? Perfect. All right. You have a lovely day, my friend. All right. Thanks, Doc. Bye-bye.
thank you for listening to Life Coaching Comedians. Get in touch with Troy on her website at www.lifecoachingcomedians.com. Don't forget to come back next week where I'll be diving in deep with another comedian. Because on Thursdays, we do therapy. Therapy Thursdays. Until next time.